Blog Talk Radio. Turnbuckle Terminal fans, welcome to the show on another Sunday. Happy Mother's Day to everyone celebrating Mother's Day today. Hope that goes well for everyone. And if you're looking for some pro wrestling and you happen to be in the vicinity of the arena in Jeffersonville, Indiana, there's a benefit show happening today. Uh, they're raising money for a longtime fan who passed away to cover the final expenses, so if you are in that Kentucky Anna area, please go by, support that. Uh, our guest uh, trying to make her way onto the show right now. We're having a bit of technical difficulties, but um, while we try to short that out, Randy Zeller is in cute here with us. Guys, yeah. mother's sure you have some things to discuss while I try to sort this out, so I will throw it to you. <laughs> well, all right. Shoot, man, shoot. I think oh, we're, uh, we're prepared of doing this just uh, uh, barbecuing, <laughs> you know, celebrating, uh, barbecuing some stuff. Uh, huh. Yeah, probably for probably just end up waiting on everyone to get here and stuff, and then the celebration can begin. I'd like to know if Randy Zeller's ever made her, his mother a gift in seventh grade, seventh or eighth grade woodshop for Mother's Day. Never have. I never have. <laughs> I Did mean, you, uh, I remember I... Oh, go ahead. Did you try to whittle... Uh, something out of balsa wood. Like, I believe you try, yeah, rumor from uh, my wrestling sources in Shelton, Washington, told me you tried to whittle something out of balsa wood. I believe it was a wrestler like Dan Gable and give it to your mother. That's what I heard. <laughs> yeah, caught me on that one. Because if I myself had a son and was a mother, I'd love to get a balsa wood Dan Gable statue made for my son in Woodshop. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. No, it's better than a bottle of Thunderbird. Hey, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, I agree with you on that one. <laughs> well, okay. Now, have you ever taken your mom bowling on Mother's Day? And if so, did you make a 7-10 split? Well, we did go bowling, but no, I did not make a split. Okay. Yep. Darn. (laughs) But the tips and all that stuff was there. What's the hardest split in bowling that you have ever made? Mm. 
I think a one. I think a one nine. A Ooh, one nine okay. split. Oh, that's a tricky one. Okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh okay. Now, Randy, do you believe that the next innovation, or how would you say frontier, that uh, hasn't been used yet, will be realized in doing things in a trapezoidal pattern? Trapezoid. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Do you see yourself in the future using a bowling pin as a foreign object for a food pin? What I'd like to know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a foreign. Oh yeah, as a bowling pin. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh okay. <laughs> I think there was mm-hmm. one episode of the Flintstones where Wilma hit with a bowling pin. Yeah. Oh, repeat the question. Well, the observations that relate to wrestling, yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, Randy, did you yourself happen to see the YouTube video, the first women's match in ROH history, Stewie Sakai versus our guest, hopefully today, Simply Luscious? Yes, I have. Oh, boy, what did you think of that match when when, when first uh, Tuni Sakai came to the ring in a Philadelphia Phillies cap? <laughs> I thought she was going down there to do some damage, Jack. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. Now, have you yourself, Randy Zellers, come down to the ring, any ring in the Northwest with a baseball cap? You know what? No, I haven't. After all this time, no, I haven't. You know, come to think of it, I I haven't seen many wrestlers at all come down to the ring in a a baseball cap. J.D. Moonshine. Yeah, J.D. Moonshine, I was the only one. Oh, okay. Uh, well, would you come down in a major league cap or a minor league cap like the Tacoma Rainiers? <laughs> if I had my choice, hey, I wouldn't mind. I, I wouldn't mind supporting supporting the four, the local farm teams. Oh, okay, that might be the Everett Aquasox or the Tacoma Rainiers. Yep. Boy, Everett Aquas, that'd be kind of a, well, no, that wouldn't be a long distance travel. Just two hours, I think. Traffic, two hours. Yep. <laughs> you have taken longer road trips than two hours. So, yes. Okay. Oh, boy. What's the mascot of the Everett Aqua socks? Isn't it, is it indeed a sock? Like, suck. Uh, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I don't know because you know the answer like, to that. The answer is Weebly, and he's a frog. Oh, oh. Weebly. 
Ah. And guys, it looks like our guest, Simply Luscious, uh, had some technical difficulties and was not able to make it through today. She tried her best to get around the technical difficulties to no avail, so we are going to have to reschedule Simply Luscious for another date. She will be on just technical difficulties got in the way and she wasn't able to make it work, but she will be rescheduled at a different date. Oh, okay. All right. Now, Randy, I don't know if perhaps you've avoided wearing it to the ring at this stage, but I know you have been spotted at many a wrestling venue with a Montreal Expos hat. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And it depends on where I was at, too, because I know um, Idaho, they're not really, Idaho and Spokane area, they're not too high on the Washington Huskies. So I wear the Montreal Expos hat. So I won't be drawn drawing that instant heat. Now the Montreal Expos has in its alumni a member of the WWE Hall of Fame. Of course, Pete Rose played for the Expos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. WWE Hall of Famer right there. Exactly. Now, QT, who do you think would win in a fist fight? Former Montreal Expo WWE Hall of Famer Pete Rose or former Montreal Expo Major League Baseball Hall of Famer Randy Johnson? Oh, boy. Oh, Johnson somehow got Pete Rose up to his neck or chest and uh, did a, uh, like a body slam on him. I think Pete Rose would have a long way to fall. Yes. But if Pete Rose slid into Randy Johnson like what uh, Ty Cobb used to do, I think Randy Johnson would suffer a contusion on on his shin. I, th- I think it'd be a draw, yes. That's what I'm saying. All right. Now, I can't say he did it like Ty Cobb did, but if anyone remembers that All-Star game when Pete Rose charged into Ray Fossey, Ray Fossey was never, ever the same after that collision at the plate. Oh, wow. Was it like nope. Randy Montgomery Savage when he suffered a collision at the plate and it tore up, tore up his shoulder, and his shoulder was never the same? Was it like that? Uh, something like that, yeah. Ooh, okay. Boy. I myself have mm-hmm. have had a shoulder injury myself. Yes. That is true, and you were very leery of anyone that attempted to sidewalk slam you from that point forward, as I recall it. Well, it wasn't really the sidewalk slam. It was um, shot-putting <laughs> my own personal shot-puts. I overdid it one day with a 12-pound shot-put. Sidewalk slams wouldn't have helped any, though. Well, I, that was a fond memory with Cousin Cooter, yes. Yeah. <laughs> he, still 
he was still in possession of Chicken Bob at that time that I went to Indiana. Yes. Uh, he sure was, yeah. yeah. Chicken Bob, I believe, was a rookie having followed his cousin, Chicken George, into the business. I, I think I could have taken Chicken Bob in my career. I don't know. His chicken Bob was undefeated at that point in time. Randy, you were involved in a match with Chicken Bob fairly recently in that battle royal at Curly's. You can speak to how Chicken Bob might have handled QT. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Didn't didn't Chicken Bob eliminate QT? He would have if QT was in that thing, but you know, QT wasn't wasn't in the match. But Chicken Bob was officially eliminated in that match. That was the only match he'd ever lost up until then. Chicken Bob was undefeated and was a former twenty four seven champion in Indiana. Oh, hey. Yeah, I know, because I, I knew Chicken Bob be kicking ass, but dang, I didn't think he was kicking that much ass. <laughs> oh, yeah, Chicken Bob, very ferocious in there. Cousin Cooter trained him well. Ah, yes. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the beak that gives him power, the beak. Yes. Well, guys, since uh, Simply Luscious wasn't able to make it in here, and it is Mother's Day. I guess we can wrap this one up kind of nice and neat here. And uh, we will honor our rain check with Simply Luscious at a different date for sure. But All right. since we're wrapping things up, Randy, you have anything to plug and promote? Uh, let's see here. That every Monday, uh, every month, yeah, every Monday there is uh, – my my brother's uh I mean podcast, The Nightly Strange, that airs every Monday. You can catch that on Spotify or any other streaming podcast platform. And we also got <laughs> and we also got my brother's new album that just dropped. It's called D Macuno's The Ballad. Uh, ballads from the Stolen Children of Africa. And All yeah, right. that, yeah, that's about it. All right. QT, have anything to plug or promote? Well, not really today. <clears throat> I, I think uh, Randy would do well or be um, pretty amazed if he went on YouTube and looked up uh, the boxing matches between Rocky Graziano and Tony Zale, Tony Zale being from Indiana. Randy, you feel like watching some boxing today? Yep, I probably might watch that. Oh, oh that right. Tony Zale could certainly hit the body hard. He won two out of three matches against Rocky Graziano who grew up in, on the main streets of New York, Graziano. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, uh, you can catch me later this month at uh, Northwest Pro. They'll be back the 28th and 29th. 28th is at the 
Key Civic Center in Vaughan, Washington. 29th is at the Mall in Port Orchard. On the 5th of June, I make my long-awaited return to Gouge Pro Wrestling. That will be at Clouds Brewery in Raleigh, North Carolina. I am entered into the Big Slam Memorial Redneck Rumble. The winner of that, which I hope will be me, will go on to face Snooty Fox for the Gouge Heavyweight Championship. Also, this week I was on the Dark Asylum podcast as a surprise guest. So you can check out this week's Dark Asylum podcast to hear me there. The Sign of the Times, episode 479, is up and available for viewing on the YouTubes. There was a very disclosed QT Vokes on this week's episode, and we came to you from an undisclosed rest area with lots of discussion of New Heart and Alpha Sigma Sigma. So definitely check that out. And we'll be back with you Friday afternoon. We have Gaston LaRue out of the state of Indiana. He works at Supreme Wrestling IWA Mid-South and Grindhouse Wrestling primarily. And then one week from this very day, we will be joined by another person out of the great state of Indiana, Disco Jack Frisco from San Francisco. Anyone that was around in his prime, we'll never forget him. He will be with us. I'm looking forward to that one. So happy Mother's Day to everyone out there. Everyone continue to be safe, and we'll talk to you soon.